Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to take a closer look at two semiconductor stocks that are, in my opinion, fueling this AI war and kind of fueling innovation and are sitting at very interesting levels right now. Um, I, I do believe in forms of growth to valuations, they are sitting very attractive. So let's take a closer look in today's episode. So the first company is one I've actually been talking about, uh, I'm pretty sure on my main channel um, earlier this month, and that was ASML. So ASML right now is sitting at a dollar, uh, it's sitting at $584. Year to date, the stock is pretty much up 6.4%. Um, and I do believe this is completely underperforming the semiconductor market. If we take a closer look at semiconductor ETF SOXX, year to date, that mark the overall semiconductor market is up roughly 37.63%. So ASML, in my opinion, is one of those companies that I believe can at least, at least perform or be a market performer. And right now it's being a market underperformer. So in the long term, I do believe there is some valuation attractiveness here. But let me take a closer look at some of the growth opportunities for ASML. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for their subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. So for those that are not familiar with ASML, and don't worry, after this, I'll take a closer look at the second company. But for those that are not familiar with ASML, ASML is a semiconductor equipment company. They provide one of the most advanced machines needed to design and manufacture semiconductors. Those machines are the lithography machine, and ASML pretty much has a monopoly in their EUV systems. So there's two main systems here. There are EUVs and there's DUVs. Inside of EUVs, these are the tools used to kind of make seven nanometers and below. And if we take a closer look at most of the advanced AI chips, most of them are sitting below that seven nanometer line, right? We have the H100, NVIDIA's H100, which is a five nanometer product. We have Intel's Gaudi 2, which is a seven nanometer. We have AMD's upcoming MI300, which is also a five nanometer. Uh, so EUV, they're a complete monster and pretty much a complete monopoly in that space. Then you have the UV lithography, and this is for your more advanced mature nodes. And the advanced and mature nodes are still seeing a nice amount of growth, especially as we're seeing things like in the automotive space, where you don't need the smallest or the most advanced chips, but we are seeing kind of this electrification, this advancement in the vehicle industry and industrial industry in the uh, robotics industry, right? DUV and mature solutions are still needed. Uh, some of the big customers of, T of ASML are obviously the big manufacturers. So companies like TSMC, companies like Intel, companies like Samsung that manufacture here in the semiconductor space. Right, so if we take a closer look at ASML's current P.E. ratios, currently sitting at around 29.66, we can see in the past 10 years or so, it normally trades above that 30, uh, 30 P.E. ratio valuation. Uh, so it is pretty interesting. This is a semiconductor equipment company that usually trades on the most ex more expensive side, more importantly because it has kind of that monopoly in the EUV and because of the heavy moat within its market. Now, if we take a closer look at forward P.E. ratios, forward P.E ratio uh, at the end of this fiscal year is expected to be roughly 28. Now forward one year is expected to be roughly 24. Remember, on average, this company has a PE ratio that trades above 30. So I do forms in valuation. It is looking somewhat attractive. And like we saw earlier today, ASML is, is underperforming the semiconductor market. 
All right, next, I want to take a closer look at some short-term pain impacting uh, ASML, where I believe it's more short-term pain opposed to long-term pain. Uh, so in the short term, there are a lot of manufacturing plants here in the semiconductor in the semiconductor space that are seeing some delays. We see it from Arizona where TSMC is delaying, is delaying the, their Arizona build um, because of some key talent needed. And these delays are forcing customers of ASML to maybe postpone their deliveries. And I do believe most of this is just postponement of deliveries is not deliveries canceled. All these manufacturing companies are manufacturing facilities are being built and they are going to need they, they there's no way around there. They're going to need ASML's machine. Uh, so if, if even though it might kind of create short term pain at the end of the day, ASML is going to sell those machines that are being postponed. Outside of that, in the long term of things, there's, secu there's numerous secular growth drivers in the semiconductor end market, such like I mentioned, right, electrification in vehicles, AI, um, the increasing of lithography intensity for future technology nodes as chips get smaller and smaller. But electrification and AI, and AI can go into anything. Autonomous, like we're seeing with Tesla and other types of vehicles. AI, as we're seeing things like ChatGPT, text and other forms of, of generative AI as well. So there's numerous, numerous market opportunities as the world continues to evolve. Now, some other long-term growth opportunities for ASML is, look, in this is a, a post of June 2023, and these were all the kind of plants that were being built globally. All these manufacturing plants are going to need ASML equipment one way or another. Uh, so there is a nice amount of growth opportunity here for ASML as the world continues to kind of diversify their, their semiconductor manufacturing. Um, we're seeing kind of manufacturing being built here in the United States. We see it built in Europe. We're seeing it being built in Japan. We're even seeing it of India becoming the next kind of semiconductor super player as well. Um, so to me, ASML definitely looks pretty attractive. It do, they do have a nice amount of buybacks. Their average diluted shares outstanding continues to go down in the past three years or so. And more importantly, the company continues to innovate. Like I mentioned, ASML is needed. Their machines are needed for most advanced semiconductors. And as the world in a few years, in about a year, is going to transform to how semiconductors are being built for two nanometers and below, ASML already has the next generation machine, which is their high NA EUV, a machine that's going to be used to help companies like Intel build their two nanometers, companies like TSMC build their two nanometers, and companies like Samsung. And a machine itself will be selling for roughly $300 million. Uh, and this is a must need for companies that are focusing on building the most advanced chips possible. Uh, so a lot of growth opportunity here for ASML, and that's the first one on my list. All right, so now the second company we're going to take a closer look at is TSMC, ticker TSM. So TSMC is the world's largest manufacturer of advanced semiconductors, and we're going to take a closer look at their market share in a bit. But they're mainly known for two things, the manufacturing, but they also do the back end. And that's what how to put semiconductors together with things like advanced packaging. So if we take a closer look in Trendforce, they luckily for us semiconductor investors, they share a lot of free great information. As of June 2020, or as of the first quarter of 2023, TSMC 
roughly had 60% of the market share in semiconductor foundries. Second in place was Samsung with 12.4%. Third in place was Global Foundries. So right off the bat, we can see that TSMC has a huge, a crazy, crazy leak here in in semiconductor manufacturing. Uh, If we take a closer look, their most recent quarter revenue, most of their chips that they sell or revenue-based come from advanced chip, 7 nanometers and 5 nanometers. As we continue to progress into the world, soon we're uh, into innovation here in the semiconductor space, we're going to start to see 3 nanometers start to take the new kind of piece of the pie. We already heard about 3 nanometers, right? iPhone is using it on their iPhone 15, I believe is their next generation excuse me, phones. So we are seeing kind of this company continue to advance um, the next generations of chips. Uh, Like I mentioned, they have numerous plants all over the world. They have things in Taiwan and Japan and China as well. And they are expanding into other locations. Like I mentioned, here in the United States, they are building plants. Um, If we take a closer look at this chart, again, we can see TSMC is building a plant in Arizona. Um, Outside of Arizona, we have also heard that TSMC is doing a a joint venture with other companies in Europe to make uh, more mature players for the automotive market to some extent. We also heard in February that they are building a plant in Japan. So TSMC is expanding that kind of market opportunities as right now, all most of their advanced plants are in Taiwan, and a lot of investors are worried that, hey, what if this Chinese Taiwan invasion takes place? What will that mean for TSMC? So TSMC is really trying to kind of crave out or, or, or carve out some of that fear by expanding into other um, regions. Outside of that, I just want to kind of showcase all the crazy chips that are being made by TSMC. Like I mentioned, the M2 chips by Apple are using uh, are using TSMC's five nanometer. Another one is Nvidia. Nvidia with their H100 uses TSMC's four N process, which is an advanced five nanometer. If we take a closer look at AMD, AMD has their server epic uh, CPUs. They are made by TSMC's five nanometer. Outside of that, we have Intel. Intel has Gaudi. Gaudi 2 is the AI accelerator being built by TSMC's 7 nanometer. We even have big player Tesla. Tesla has their Dojo D1 super chips, which are currently reported to be unordered from TSMC. Uh, So we can see TSMC is a big player here in the AI race. Unfortunately, though, right, the semiconductor market is kind of coming into a slowdown right now. We can't see from revenue estimates how things have slowed down. Uh, But this is a company that's expected to grow over time. We can see P.E. ratio for this company normally trades, I want to say, above the 14 levels, probably closer to the high teen levels um, in the past 10 years or so. Very, very for a very small amount of times, it's actually sitting below 14. And right now, if we take a closer look at forward one year the pe ratio is roughly 14.39 now if we take a closer look at tsmc year to date the stock is up 17.26 percent again it is completely underperforming the semiconductor etf and i do believe this is one that at least can be a market performer so for that reason i do believe tsmc is sitting at a great valuation in my opinion right now outside of that the company also is super positive in cash flow operations cash and short-term investment even though they do have a nice amount of long-term debt. It's nothing compared to the amount of cash that they have in the trailing 12 months. 
The company also has a nice dividend yield. And outside of that, the world itself is trying to expand into semiconductor manufacturing. And they are giving companies plenty and plenty of incentives to continue to build their manufacturing in other countries. And this is helping TSMC kind of expand their, their facilities into different locations, like here in the United States, like we've seen in Europe, like we're seeing also in Japan, and the list goes on and on. So these are the two stocks on that I believe are sitting pretty attractive in the semiconductor AI race. Let me know what you guys think. Take care. Have a good day and see you next time.